Ale West. Um, hi. We can, we can, we can be quick on that one. I think. Yeah. Right. Like who's your daddy? Oh wait. Well, you can't see my, you can't see my sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like we all know. Hey, tip of the cap to the Mariners though. They're doing good things. Respect what they're building. But so our fun fact, uh, I don't know if you've listened to us before, but one of my my sneaky secrets is the Mariners is my second favorite team, right? So hey, you know what? I, I respect that. It it sucks <laughs> that they're in the same division. They're a really likable team. Um, they really are. I, I know they're supposed to be rivals, but like that's a that's a fun ball club. I don't blame you for that one. Um, so I like I it's have not Mar- even a rivalry. They're like the little brother. I, I let's be real. They're I have the, the Mariners brother. gear. I do. I, I think I actually uh, wore the pod one. I don't. Day. I don't blame you for that. I don't. If, if it gets close and, you know, they're duking it out at the end of the year for the division, hey, you, might need to, you might need to cool it on them a little bit. Yeah, but right I'll, now you can cool a little bit. You can embrace yeah. the little brother role. No, I don't, I don't blame you. The Mariners, the Mariners are like, they, they are going to, they're going to be a very respectable second place in the ALS. Yep. Like, there's just, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Right. Like mm-hmm. angels are making moves. Um, Rangers also making moves. Just not um, there yet. Just, yeah. I mean, until you get a bullpen Rangers, I'm sorry. You, you, you have, you, you can just leave the conversation. Just exit yourselves. Um, what and about the Oakland? Okay. So the Oakland are, the Oakland A's are our daddy. Okay. Like there's just, there's no <laughs> ifs and buts about that. I don't, I don't understand how, why I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how that the athletics swept us this season, but the, the A's are are the Astros daddies. And that's, that's okay because they won't, they're no, nobody else's daddy. They will only sweep us and that's okay. Cause we'll still win. They West. So, um, NL East. No, oh, I was ready for that one to be last. Cause that's, gonna Oh, be okay. Exciting. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. We can, we can go to NL central. Cause we all know who's going to win the NL central Cardinals. Yeah. No cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers are gonna Brewers are gonna give them a, right. a run for their money, right? Like, but it's gonna be the Cardinals, yep. you know. I mean, sneakily, the Pirates are doing, doing, getting some moves and doing some stuff, and um, you know. Yeah, I don't Reds know. Forty three year old Rich Hill's putting them over the top. I, I you know, the, the Cardinals won the division. Add Wilson Contreras, you know, have arguably one of the best prospects in baseball ready to come up, and Jordan Walker, some other pitchers that I think are very interesting as well. Um, Tyler O'Neill was hurt the whole year. I think they're going to be even, I think they might win a hundred games next year. I really do. Especially with the pirates, you know, still, you know, I think they're making good moves still going to be, you know, a bad team next year. The reds still very far away. Cubs better, not great. Brewers. They're kind of are what they are. Yeah. So do you want to do the NL West then since we're saving NL East? I guess that's the only option that we have. NL West. Show me who we got going to be the Dodgers again. I mean, the, the, the Dodgers are the, are the Lakers of the MLB. They're, they're the Lakers of the MLB. They build a super team. But, I mean, they're going to win the division every year. Padres are doing their best. I think they've made some great moves, but the pitching's just not there. I think they've done, they've done some good things. The pitching's good, but the Dodgers could roll out seven or eight different arms, you know, that I think are going to be really good. And talk about a team that has a million – prospects that could come up and and make an impact as well um they didn't even have dustin may like the entire year last year he is incredible uh they, they, they're, they're an absolute force i don't see how anybody catches them 
So um, I apparently, I, I picked the Padres. I think the Padres, um, I think the Padres are going to do it. I think they, they have, they've tasted the, the victory and they have the rally goose. And I think, I think the Padres do it. Um, especially if they have the grandpa singing again. I, how do you lose with that? Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, you said the goose and I shook my head and it's literally because it's stupid ass songs in my head. <laughs> God, the the Padres good. grandpas, they'll, they'll do it for you. They'll do it for you. That is the, those are the That's bars that I'm going to drop. And many going to cruise. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Um, but I have an asterisk. I have an asterisk though. Like, look, I have the asterisk by the, by the D-backs. Do you see the D-backs? Okay. Like if they could just somehow get rid of Madison Bumgarner, like just, I don't, I don't know how or why, or just if Madison Bumgarner can just like be shot up into a rocket somewhere. I think the D-backs could sneakily, sneakily give people runs for their monies. Cause we know the Giants and the Rockies are not going to do anything. Unfortunately. But, um, so NL East, NL East, who you got? Shelby? I don't want to go first. <laughs> Arum? <laughs> uh, this is a tough one. Um, you know, I think, I think a lot of team, a lot of the, the three, it's a three, it's a three horse race, right? You know, right. you got three teams that legitimately have a shot to, to, to make some noise here. Phillies who, you know, reigning, you know, National League champs. And then you got the Braves who won the World Series very recently and added uh, one of the best catchers in the game in Sean Murphy. And then the Mets who, with or without Carlos Correa, it's, that's a big if though, but with or without Carlos Correa are, are still an absolute force. Yep. This is a really, really, really tough one. I... I'm struggling on this one to be honest. Like I, I, I literally said like I'm gonna go into it. You know, you know when you're like at the at, at the restaurant and you you can't decide what you want to eat. You just kind of right. wait till the waiter gets there and you just panic order. Like right. that's kind of or what you I was see going. like what everybody else at the table orders and you're like, oh, it, 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 oh okay, I'm gonna. I and just panic order. <sighs> All right, I'm I'm three beers in. You want me to just break the news? Can we break it? Yeah, Don't break the news. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with the Braves. They're gonna have. Ronald Acuna back, Ozzy Albie's back. Spencer, you trust Von Grissom at short? You you trust Von Grissom at short? That's the one Shelby. scary part. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm gonna go with the Braves. I'm gonna okay. go with the Braves. So do you want to? Here's my, here's my reasoning. Here's my logic. Okay, if the Mets sign Carlos Correa, it's the Mets. If that deal falls apart somehow, um, and Carlos Correa is not at third. It's the Braves. That's that. That is what I was going with. Um, I don't. It. Is, I think, like Arm said, I think it is a three horse race. Uh, but I don't trust the Phillies rotation at all. Um, that when I was going through all of these, I was writing down the starting rotations, and I could not, for the life of me, remember who their fifth starter was. And I had to look it up, and I was like. Who in the fuck is their fifth starter? And then I was like, Bailey Falter, what? So no, yeah. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust the Phillies rotation. So, so if the, the oh sorry, I was just say the good news for the Phillies is they have one of my favorite pitching prospects and Andrew Painter, hopefully coming up at early in the year. 
which will he take Bailey Falter's spot arm? Yes, and if he does that, if they if he's ready and they call him up, he is. I think you legitimately like you could you can make the case he's the number one pitching prospect in baseball. Okay. Ah, but you know that's you can't count on prospects. You know, I'm going to go with the Mets um, because. Of course, if they have Correa, then I can more confidently say the Mets. But I'm going to go with the Mets because what they're building with this rotation is pretty pretty spectacular, right? We saw what they did last year in terms of where they finished, uh, being you know, won 101 games. And remember, you know, yes, they lose Degrom, but they didn't have Degrom last year. Right. They add Justin Verlander. I don't need to tell you, ladies, how good Justin Verlander is. And if Verlander is on the field, which he was looks very healthy last year, right? 175 innings. Versus whatever I don't know I don't have it off the top of my head but it was it was what seventy something innings that they got from Degrom maybe less than that right you're getting a full season of Verlander that you're now just adding there I love Kodai Senga I think he's going to be a dude uh, coming over from Japan I loved that signing for them and Jose Quintana he threw well last year if that's yeah. your four or five you're in great shape they keep it on the Diaz. four right like I think I think. Don't get me wrong. I do love me some Cookie Carrasco, but I think Cookie Carrasco is like the fifth. Yeah, Cookie. Right? Like that's great the weak five. Link. That's a great five. Yeah. If Cookie Carrasco is is your fifth starter. You're in good shape. Bullpen looks good. Uh, you know the lineup. Let's assume on the back on the worst scenario, no Correa. I'm I'm a believer in Brett Beatty. I think you know, I thought he showed some good things. Um, do you think? And, and the, do you think Brett Beatty is your starting third baseman? If they don't, if they don't sign Correa, I think. It's going to be probably Eduardo Escobar with Beatty kind of waiting in the wings, and okay. if if he's ready to go, I think they'll give him a shot. You know, really early, he might even get get that opportunity to split with with Escobar because they don't they don't love Escobar from from I believe it's the left side of the plate. I'll get better from the right side of the plate, so they could end up forming a nice little platoon there. Um, and and also Beatty could DH a little bit too. Narvaez, I think, is going to bounce back, be better than James McCann and Thomas Nito. Um, so I think that's a little bit of a, a, some help there. I, this team's won 101 games, and I'd argue they got quite a bit better this year. So it's hard to beat that. Let me let me ask you real quick. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pivot because we can do that on the show. Um, their bullpen. I don't. I mean, okay. So say say Edwin Diaz threw the night before, threw 30 pitches the night before, and Edwin Diaz cannot close for the for the Mets. Who's closing for the Mets? Is it Otto? Is it, Probably is it Robertson, Robertson or Ottavino. Okay. Robertson had 20 saves last year. Um, I, I think Ottavino only had three, but both were really good. Um, I think even Brooks Raley, who they added, had six saves. So they, they we are jaded. Three. We are jaded on Brooks Raley. Like I cannot, yeah. con- I cannot confidently put any sort of anything yeah. into Brooks Raley because nope. That's fair, but I think Robertson. <laughs> Robertson was pitching high leverage in the playoffs. You know, I think he showed that he he can anchor the back end of that bullpen. Uh, you know, on days where Diaz isn't available, and Diaz, my gosh, was he okay. So say game. say your starter went six. Who who goes seven, eight, and nine? Build me seven, eight, and nine. If Diaz is not available. Uh, oh, if Diaz is not available, not available. I think it's it's Drew Smith slash Brooks Raley, then Ottavino, then Robertson. Okay. Which is good enough, I think. Okay. Um, I was in some Twitter spaces uh, with with Mets fans and uh, and asking these questions and they're like, can we just enjoy 
<laughs> the the Basque. And I was like, that's fine. You can enjoy the Carlos Correa. I just, I need to know how you're, how you're getting this. If Edwin Diaz is not available. And they're like, shut up, Susie. I'm sorry. I just need to know these things. So, um, okay. So really, that is really quickly. We're talking about the Mets. Um, yeah. One of my favorite prospects plays with the Mets organization. Do we see Francisco Alvarez this year? Yes. Yes. I think early too. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Like now that they have Narvaez, not as much pressure on, on Alvarez to catch right away. Hey, you got to go catch two hall of famers and, and they better enjoy throwing to you. No, he can focus on mashing home runs, which is what he does. And then slowly get acclimated to the catching position as well. So that's another big wild card for them. And it's a great question because he, he has the potential to be, you know, a 30 plus home run guy. And if he, if he can you know come up and even be close to that, that's another really good piece to have. Do you think he DHs on days that he doesn't catch? Or do you think, think that so. will go to I think Vogelbach? I think he'll split time with Vogelbach, especially if there's a lefty. Dan Vogelbach can't hit lefties. I could see them going to to Alvarez in those in those games. And so he'll split time there, split some time behind the dish. Um I think he starts in triple A though, but he, that that's a guy that'll be up there, I think, in the first probably by June. I, I would expect him. That was another thing that I was um I was not arguing with people in Twitter spaces, but I was asking questions like, who's your starting day? Who's your starting day catcher guys? And they're like, well, it's not going to be James McCann. I'm like, that's fine. If it's not James McCann, I was like, but I guarantee you Francisco Alvarez is not your opening day catcher with Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander throwing to him. Like, I don't, you may love him, but I guarantee you JV and Max Scherzer not throwing to Francisco. No, in their mind, I think they're happy with Narvaez because he's not McCann. So I think Mets fans are like, yeah, anybody's better than McCann uh, and even a bad Narvaez last year. I think they're happy with him. So um, I do agree, though, like if he struggles, that more pressure on Alvarez. All right. Um, where do you want to go next, Shelby? You're on mute. <laughs> My next one was facial hair. So okay. we pitcher and position player. So my pitcher was Spencer Strider. I feel like, and this was just my, my gut feeling, that every year Spencer Strider's facial hair is just going to grow, right? Or, and eventually we're going to have like just, just – The this, best Fu Manchu ever? It's going to be great. So, And then my position player. So we talked about this on the podcast a, a couple episodes ago. I need Alex Bregman to regrow the dad stash. I need it to happen. And if okay. not, it's going to be Matt Chapman. <laughs> Funnily enough, I had Matt Chapman as well, because now that he is on the Padres, I feel like his beard can come back and that ridiculous caterpillar Ned Flanders mustache that he had going on with the Yankees can go away. So Matt Carpenter was my position player. Um, and my... I didn't mean Carpenter. I'm sorry. Um my starting pitcher was a tie between Dylan Cease and Spencer Strider, who in my head apparently is the same person. So good job, Shelby. I'm, I'm all in on the Nestor Cortez mustache. Um, (laughs) I think he rocks the hell out of that thing. Um, And then on the position player side. Mm. Can you just, can you just randomly text Nestor Cortez RM and tell him that, that we need, we need him to, to just grow out the stash. Um, just grow it as long levels. as it goes. Just all like the handlebars. Yes. Um, Ooh, I, with like, but like the, the evil, the evil, <laughs> um, 
twirly guy mustache. That's I wouldn't awesome. rule anything out with that guy. He loves to have fun. I could totally see him with a Raleigh finger stash. <laughs> yes. Um, I think on the position player side, I got to go with good old Charlie Blackman. That beard is is iconic. You can get swept on. I think we, we become numb. I think we become numb to Charlie Blackman's beard. And you got you got to. Yeah, they talk about like the LeBron effect, LeBron being good every single year. We get numb to his greatness. I think we get numb to, to Charlie Blackman's beard. I feel like Charlie Blackman's beard has an odor. Oh, I'm sure it does, but I don't need to smell it. Um, <laughs> same, with, same with Brandon Marsh. Uh, I was just um, thinking Brandon Marsh. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, I, that guy, my God. I was watching um, old, old games um, of – it was an Angels-Phillies matchup early in the season when Brandon Marsh was still on the Angels. Uh, and that beard and the hair just killed me, just absolutely killed me. And I was like, Brandon Marsh, you're a weirdo. But congratulations, you fit right in on the Phillies. Our next so, category is best bullpen. Who do you want to start with, Shall we? Go with go. AL. Best bullpen. I mean, hi, Homer take. We're going to have to do it. It's the Astros. Like, it's the Astros. Um, we didn't even use some of our bullpen. Some of our really good bullpen. And it was still amazing. And the fact that we don't have an actual left-hander that we use, Will Smith, I, I'm very sorry that I don't I don't know why we signed you, Will Smith. You just were there. Um and the fact that we don't need a left-hander just boggles my brain and and messes with my my mind just a little bit. But it's the Astros in the AL. Um, sneakily enough, maybe maybe the Guardians. Shh, we're not gonna talk about. Yeah, it. I was gonna say I, I like the Guardians bullpen yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. Class A is special, uh, but Houston just seems like no matter what arm they wheel out there, it's gonna be nasty. Um, yeah. I'd say number one bullpen's Houston, but if Cleveland, you know, kind of jumps over them just because of how how much talent they have in there, it wouldn't shock me. Um, and now that, that's not an indictment on Houston whatsoever. Yeah, um, I think the fact that if if Presley goes down and we have three different relievers that legitimately have closer stuff, um, that there is no there is no worry how we get to seven, eight, nine, like at any point in time, uh, we can throw, you know, Stanek and Neris and Abreu or, you know, Montero and, and, um, I'm, we're not throwing Phil Maton out there. I'm very sorry, Phil Maton, but you just pissed me off. Um, you, you no longer, maybe you're the seventh man. You're the, you're the seventh inning man, Phil Maton. Um, so, you know, Maton, Stanek, Montero, like any, any combination of those, we're fine with. So AL Astros in the NL, I got to give it to the Braves. Got to give it to the Braves. Um, that bullpen is stupid. And, um, and I think they have that, that whole mentality as well, that no matter who pitches what, like they're not worried. Yeah. So that's, those are my picks. Arm, who do you have? Houston and Atlanta were my picks too, but my my number two for Atlanta, or um, sorry, the AL was Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay sneaky. I think Tampa Bay is one of those that like 
you never expect because you're you don't know the names you're all i'm sorry who are you and they just always end up having arms that you're all what, what's happening here why are you good who are you we don't know who you are and they're good at that though <laughs> like that's that's the crazy part and every single one of the rays relievers throws from a different weird arm slot um it, it's it's just it's crazy what they build over there but i would say national league side Dodgers, they just they they're similar with the way they spawn arms, and then on the American League side, it's got to be it's got to be the Astros. But I think Cleveland's going to give them a run for their money. Yeah. Where you want to go next, Shelby? Best starting rotation. <sighs> okay, someone else has to go first. All right, I so. I'll under, operate under the presumption that everything goes swimmingly, right? I, I can't project injuries. If everybody is healthy in that Texas Rangers rotation, that rotation could be the best in baseball, which is crazy to say. I did not think I'd be saying that. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about a group that is headlined by Jacob deGrom, who has been one of the best pitchers in the modern era, uh, and, and if he can stay healthy, I mean, that – that already pretty much gives you a top 10 rotation with just how dominant he is every fifth day. Um, I, I do really think Yavaldi's going to bounce back this year. I, th- I thought that was a, a great signing by them earlier today. Um, I, I like what they've got brewing over there overall. And, and if everything goes as planned, you know, I, I, I could easily see this group being as, as good as anyone. Andrew Heaney's, statistically speaking, was was spectacular when he was on the mound. John Gray, really solid. Martin Perez was a revelation last year. So I, I, while that team is up there, I, I still think – I, I would have said the Astros if they kept JV. I still think it's a top-five rotation. I really do. I think Hunter Brown's going to plug in really nicely. But mm, I'm you're going to hate me for this one. I think my, my final answer in the American League side is going to be the New York Yankees. That's fair. I, That's fair. I just one through five. I think each of those guys, one through five, has the potential to be a frontline starter if if they're you know on. And there's not really very many rotations I could say that about. Adding Rodon to that group is 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 silly. Is absolutely silly. That's fair. That's fair. Shelby. I also said the Yankees. That's that's a scary one through five. That's a terrifying one through five. Yep. Yeah. So I, so when I, when I was doing my baseball homework, okay, the baseball homework went like this. This, this was my, this was my thought process. Who can I name from that rotation off the top of my head without having to look it up? Right. And one through three, I got on most of the teams and the four and five, if I got it, it's like, Oh shit. That may be that may be my answer. So my my Jays, I say my Jays, like they're my team. They're not. Um the Jays, Alec Manoa, Kevin Gossman, and then I was like, who the fuck is their third? So I had Alex Manoa, Kevin Gossman, Jose Barrios, and Kikuchi. And I was like, Well, that's not it. And then I was like, Who's the third who's the three? And then I was like, Oh, I forgot. They signed Chris Bassett. I was like, I'm sorry. Jays, you cannot be you can't be the starting you cannot be it. Okay. And then I was like, Astros. Duh. And I was like, okay, Frommer, Javi, LMJ, 
Luis Garcia. Okay. Jose Arquiti, I love you. I love that your wife has a, has a baby pig. I don't know if I trust you as far as I can throw you. Do I kind of want Hunter Brown up there instead of you? Possibly. But in all good consciousness, I cannot say that the starting rotation, that the Astro starting rotation is strongest. Stronger, not strongest. And then I was like, do I have to? Do I have to give it to the Yankees? I kind of have to give it to the Yankees. Even though I really dislike admitting that. And the whole, like, because I added Rodon and I just, that, that kills me to say. So Cole and Rodon being the one and two, and then Nestor Cortez, and then Luis Severino, when healthy, is filthy. And Frankie Montas, I hope Frankie Montas gets healthy because yeah. he was filthy with the A's. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened when he went over to the Yankees. See, they messed with his facial hair. That's what. They, like, they made him, they made him do all that. And, like, Samson, it's just, it fucks everything up. Um, so, sorry, Astros fans, Yankees rotation is pretty good. But, you know. That's if, caveat, if Montas and Severi are, are healthy. That's the caveat. I'm not giving any stock into the Rangers, even if they did sign, sign Eovaldi today. That's not, because they got, does Oda Rizzi go to the pen? Does John Gray go to the pen? Who goes to the pen? Or are they running a six-man rotation out there? I, I'm very interested to see how they handle that whole thing. Because I don't trust Oda Rizzi as far as I can throw him. Yeah. So, it can't be the Rangers. So, love it. It's got to be the freaking Yankees. Damn it. Sorry, Astros fans. Don't come for us. Uh, yeah. It was, that was one of those. I was like, man, I can't see through rose-colored glasses here. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. So, in the NL, in the NL, was it a, was it a coin toss for y'all? Because it was a coin toss for me. And it was a coin toss between the Braves and the Mets for me. Was that, was that it? Yeah, okay. pretty much. You know, I, I think the Dodgers have the potential, but too many question marks. Um, I, I don't, I don't trust Gonsolin to stay healthy and, and repeat what he did. Ultimately I went with the Mets cause Charlie Morton, you know, he's getting older. Uh, Soroka is a, I hope he's okay. I hope he's healthy, but you know, he obviously, uh, comes with some concerns. Are they moving him back into the starting rotation? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's possible. Ian Anderson is like a is a question mark. They sent yeah. that guy to AAA. Um, you know, they traded Kyle Muller, who I actually liked as, as as the fifth guy. Obviously, they got Sean Murphy, who they just extended as as we're talking uh, right now. And you know, I I think you, you had to make that move, obviously. But this Kyle Wright match, what he did last year. I think so, but you know that's a question. Um, yeah, I think the Mets with two Hall of Famers and then Kodai Senga, who could end up being a frontline guy. I think they they bought low on him, and then for the same reasons we were talking about before. They're four and five are some of the more comfortable four. And if Cookie Carrasco is your worst starting pitcher, you're in great shape. So right. um, I, I think the Mets have the best rotation. All right, I have a tiny child waving at me. Hold on one sec.
she's she's waving at me from the doorway she's like i'm going to bed now i thought you were gonna tuck me in i'm like i'm very sorry we're talking baseball she's like okay i love my children anyways okay so who do we have shelby did you did you agree with us on the whole nl yeah i went with the mets i, I went with the mets too uh I, I tell you what i feel pretty good about my picks now so <laughs> right right okay we we didn't corroborate on these. Like we had our own. We, like no, I said, we, we, didn't. we picked our own so that we. Like, like I said last week. So our, uh, what's next? Shut it down award for our top closer for the upcoming year. Go. Not not this last year because it was very obvious. So uh, mine was Ryan Helsley. Next year, this next year, Ryan Helsley is going to be the guy. I freaking love that dude. What about you, Arm? I got Class A. Um, I won three six ERA last year, which is crazy. Uh, it's only point zero or point zero five higher than Edwin Diaz, who had you know the most ridiculous season ever. And Emmanuel Class A is twenty four years old. <laughs> like he's still so young. Uh, what is he? I, I lefty throwing like one oh two something stupid cutters, hundred mile hour cutters. That's disgusting. Um, class A, Class A is I think gonna gonna have an Edwin Diaz type year next year too. Yeah. So I had um, class. So I had to like figure out who, which, which of these pitchers I was putting in which category. So I had to like flip a coin, and Class A was my shut it down award. That was that was my shut it down award, and it, uh, it, and I feel good about it because every time Emmanuel Class A comes in, and I like that I like that he's not only a um, quote unquote closer like. He's pitched eighth and ninth. And so the fact that like he can go two innings, I think just extends his um no, I don't want to say range, but extends his um awesomeness. There we go. My, the Susie awesomeness scale, that's he extends it because he can go two innings. That's that's my uh reasoning behind that. So um who what was next, Shelby? Now we get into our sleeper picks. Okay. Our sleeper starting pitchers for next year. We got. Ooh. Okay, so I have two. One is I think everybody's excited to watch and make a comeback. The other one, his projected numbers aren't great. Um, I think Arnold's going to appreciate the second one, but I, I think he might also throat chop me through the screen. But uh, my number one is Tyler Glass now with the Rays. I can't wait to see this guy come okay. back. I'm so excited. I think he's going to be electric when he comes back. Came back at the end of the year. Didn't throw any innings, but came back in the uh, in the dugout. And then Edward Cabrera. I love this guy. Yeah, good one. I love this guy. Uh, he's with the Marlins. He had like a three. 301 ERA or something yeah, like 3. that. Yeah, 3.01. Yeah. 3.01 ERA, but he, I mean, he's just got to get his K rate up. Gets his K rate up. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. I I like that pick. He's like a Sandy Jr. He throws like 90 mile an hour changeups. He's got I think the best pitching coach in baseball, Mel Stoudemire, you know, working with him who said that's the most talented guy he's seen since Sandy. So, I love that pick. Um I actually am sticking with the Marlins rotation. I think Jesus Lazardo is going to really build off of last year. He had a good year, 100 innings, but you know, 
was really good down the stretch. I think he's got some of the best stuff that you're going to find. The lefty upper 90s, one of the best curveballs you'll find. Command was the question for him. Looked like he found it last year. So that's one of my favorite, um, you know, one of my favorite breakout guys in terms of the National League. On the American League side, it's, it's a little bit tougher. I have a few different names that I like, but he's already a pretty household name to a degree, but I, I think he's going to be a legit Cy Young contender. Um, and it's Tristan McKenzie. What Tristan McKenzie did last year was insane. I know he's not a sleeper because he technically was really good last year, but I think he's a sleeper, relatively speaking. I, I really do think this guy at the end of the year will be a top 10 pitcher in baseball. Um, what he did down the stretch was crazy. He looks confident. He looks like he's figured things out. I think he's going to turn himself into a, a bona fide ace and be right up there with Shane Bieber for them uh, in Cleveland. So my um, sleeper starting pitcher is Christian Javier. And again, I'm I, sorry, I had to go with my, uh, my Homer pick because I don't think the casuals who follow, who don't follow the Astros know who Christian Javier is. They may now, they may now know from um, the world series, but if you don't follow the Astros, you're going to be like, who the fuck is Christian Javier? What? Um, so I think, I think Christian Javier is the most slept on starting pitcher ever. And um, also, I had to to uh, twist the knife on um, Peter <laughs> and his super awesome Christian Javier take. So uh, that so that's like your Cal Quantrill take, Aram. That's that is that's what that is. I think me. worse personally. <laughs> so uh, that so that's my my sleeper starting um, starting pitcher uh, take because hi, who can throw two combo no hitters? Christian Javier. And I think he figures it out this year. And I think he goes, he goes longer because that's like his only um, annoyance about him essentially mm -hmm. is the fact that he just throws so many pitches all the time. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's my pick. Um, and the sleeper, um, the sleeper, why did I lose my train of thought? I'm like, RP. What is RP? I'm dumb. Um, I'm just going to say it. it's Felix Bautista from the Orioles. Like the, he just has filthy, filthy stuff. Like his strikeout per nine is like 9.9 .9 or something stupid. Um, and his whip is super low. Let me see. What's his whip? 0.929. It's not even a one. There's not even a one in there. Um, so I think Felix Bautista is the most slept on relief pitcher. There we go. Words are hard. Um, phrases, phrases are hard also. So, uh, my sleeper starting rotation was so hard, Shelby. I think this is, I think this took me a good, like 15 minutes of actual Googling and figuring out teams of like, who I'm like, who's sneaky good, but like not good, but then kind of good. And then I came up with three. I'm ready so, for this. I know you, you put a lot of thought and I, effort into this. I did. I did. So we, and we've already talked about, we've already talked about them a lot. Um, so the Orioles were kind of up there with, with them, with me, the Rays, 
And then sneakily enough, the Cincinnati Reds, like they've got some really good young arms out there. And then like, I think the, the fact that they are so young and like last year they were still kind of figuring it out, but like Hunter Green is stupid good. Mm -hmm. And like, so their first, their top three, Green, Lodolo, um, and Ashcraft, I think are, are gonna, they've got, they've got a season under their belt and they're gonna be like, I got this guys. Like, let's go. Um, they're four and five. I was like, so, but their top three are sneaky good. Like I, I would throw like Hunter Green in on start days for me and would, he would just give me all of the points for like strikeouts. Yes. Hunter Green. Good job. So that was, that was my, that was my kind of like top three and I couldn't really pick. So it's between the, the Reds, the Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. Sleeper rotations. I'm in on the Reds. That's, that's my <laughs> National League pick. I, I like the Reds a lot. I, Nick Odolo is one of my favorite prospects. Hunter Green throws more 100 mile an hour pitches than anyone you're going to see. And, and Ashcraft, I think, like you said, is one of the, one of the more, underrated players throws a like cutter that's similar to to class a ironically he's he's a really interesting pitcher um and, and I, I like some of their prospects that could come in and fill out that rotation as well um i think that's one of the better you know sleeper sleeper rotations in baseball this coming season i and i think the marlins too i know everyone like, i don't know how much of a sleeper they are given that they have the cy young winner there but i think one through five that could be a really really good rotation what about you shelby I'm not even going to lie. I didn't do any rotations. I'm just very pumped up for position players. <laughs> All right. Position players. Go. All right. First base. So I had to, number one was a comeback. We talked about him earlier, Vlad Jr. I think Vlad Jr. is going to have a great year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be an MVP running. Um, and then also somebody I'm going to watch, and I'm going to keep my eye on, is Andrew Vaughn for the White Sox. So he he had 76 RBIs this last year, which was 23rd in the American League, which I would have never thought that Andrew Vaughn would have been even in the top 30 at all. But he's really young. He's he's great. He came up, I think he was like first-round pick, I believe, right? First-round pick yeah. for the White Sox. So And they had him in the outfield where he doesn't even play. So right. now he's going to move to first and be more comfortable. I, I, I love that. I think he's going to have a big year. So that was my uh, that was my first big base picks. Nice. What about you, Arm? Oh, me. Yes. Okay. On the offensive side, I ironically I mentioned it earlier. I, I alluded to it. I think you know Vladdy is, is somebody that I think is just going to go nuclear next year. He just needs to get the ball in the air more, hits him on the ground too much. Uh, you know that was really it. Uh, and and I'm a, I'm still a Max Muncie believer. I know he had a disastrous year. Um, he's been banged up. He was coming off of a pretty weird injury. Still hit 21 home runs. Still got on base at a good clip. I think he's going to bounce back and have a really, really good season in a good lineup. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big Max Muncy fan still. I don't know if I can agree with that. I mean, just because he's the no. I'm just kidding. Um, we we're not going to shade the Dodgers on this on this podcast on this episode, right? Um, Okay, so I think for my first baseman, I think I'm going to go. <sighs> I had to do like a coin flip on this one as well. 
So um, I think it's going to be Josh Bell. I think that his first half numbers and his second half numbers will maybe match match up this season. I think that's what, what we're going to go with. Like his, I don't know what happens after All-Star break, um, but I think maybe he'll be more comfortable. And I think, I think he'll figure it out. So I think maybe his second half and his first half will, will match. So that's my, that's my sleeper pick for first. All right. So we got second base. Aram, who we got for second base? Oh, we're doing each position. I didn't even realize that. Um, okay. So I did Vladdy and I did Muncie. I guess those both count ironically for first base. Um, second base. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Do we um, need to first? Jazz Chisholm, like Jazz Chisholm was so Prince. good I for, love 60, for 60 games last year and then just you know got hurt and, and, and wasn't able to play the rest of the year. He was on pace for an insane, insane season, was an all-star. Um, I think Jazz can have a big year. Susie, who was your second base pick? My dogs are about to go nuts because my husband's coming home. So just give me a second. You go. I'm going to mute my, mute. Right, my so mic. I went, went with Ozzy Albies. So Ozzy was hurt last year, 2021. He was an all-star. Um, I think a healthy Braves team is going to be disgusting. Like, I'm so ready. But switch hitting second baseman, um, I think he's going to have a big year. I like Albies. I, he banged up. He hits way better from the right side. I almost wish he would just scrap the switch hitting. But, um, no, I, I think he's he's got a lot to prove again next year. So I, I think he could be a really good bounce back candidate. Yeah, especially with the contract, you know. Got to do well with the contract. I think my sleeper pick is going to be Tommy Edmond for the Cardinals. And the fact that, like, he plays utility, like a super utility guy, um, maybe they'll just stick him at, at second. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the Cardinals are doing over there. Like, are they going to stick him at short? Are they going to stick him at second? I'm going to go with second. I'm going to stick with Tommy Edman. Maybe because he's half Asian. That's what I'm going to go with. All right, third base. So third base, I have to, number one, I'm going to go with Alex Bregman. I think Alex Bregman is underrated, and I think he's going to have a, a dad year. But, um guy I'm going to keep my eye on and probably my number one so far. So I'm a big Texas Tech baseball fan. So I can't Josh wait Young. to watch Josh Jung this year. I cannot yeah. wait to watch watch him. I'm excited. I bought some of his cards, actually. So that's that's going to be a guy that I'm watching. Sleeper for sure. Can Alex Bregman really be your, be a sleeper pick, though, Shelby? I mean, come on now. Like but he didn't. I really do think he can be. I think he can be. He put up great second half playoff numbers, but I don't think he lived up to our expectations this last year. I know. That's fair. So That's fair. I, 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 I'm hoping he has a big year this year. There's a lot of distractions this last year. We'll see. That's fair. That's fair. Who you got, Arm? Third base, Brian Hayes. I, I still I still believe in Hayes, and he's one of the best defenders in baseball. He hits the ball hard, sits on the ground too much. I think he could be really, really, really good. Um, I, I'm expecting him to break out next year. I'm trying to hit on un, unmute on my on my mic. I'm dumb. Anyways, um, I have Josh Rojas 
for the D-backs. Like I said, the D-backs are sneaky good. Like, I think if I'm not watching Astros games, I think I'm watching D-backs games. Like, that, I think that's, that's it. That's it. So I have Josh Ross um, over there, which, funnily enough, was, like, came up in the Astros. Like, and then, like, we traded and, like, gave him away. So... All right, shortstop. All right. For I don't know how many years I'm going to be on this pedestal, but I think O'Neill Cruz. I love O'Neill Cruz. I think he's phenomenal. I don't think we saw enough of him this last year. Sleeper pick for sure at shortstop. Who you got, Arm? So I would have said Nico Horner. Now he's moving to second. Um might have said Jorge Mateo. Now he might not be playing shorts out much. Uh, it's a tough position because I feel like a lot of the, the best players are proven there. Um, Ha-Sung Kim, if he gets run, if he gets to play there, but now he's not going to play there because they got Bogarts. Like every one of my sleeper shortstops got booted aside. <laughs> I, I'm struggling at this at this spot overall. Um, mm. <sighs> like I, every single shortstop is not a sleeper. Um, but I, I'll say I think Willie Adamas has a better year than he had last year. He hit 31 home runs, but didn't get on base at a very high clip. I think I think he's going to have a very 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 good season. All right, so my sleeper pick for shortstop is going to be. Bryson Stott. I think that's got to see him a little bit in the World Series. And I think that's, I think it's going to be Bryson Stott. Who you got for third? I like Bryson Stott. I think, I think that's a good pick. I really like Bryson Stott. Um, I don't know. I, I just like the fact that he is originally from Vegas. That's true. Not wrong. That, that is. I'm like, that's really why I picked him. <laughs> um, all right. We got outfielders. Um, Susie, I'll let you go first. Um, are we not doing third? I don't. We, are we moving on to outfielders? That's cool. Not doing third? We did third. Oh, did we? Oh, we did do third. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. Like I said, that, that Bloody Mary apparently was very strong. <laughs> Didn't think it was as strong as it was, apparently. Um, okay, so my sleeper pick for outfield, and this is going to be really funny, but my sleeper pick for outfield is going to be Juan Soto. I think, he, I think he figures out outfield this, this year, which is funny to say because everyone's like, Susie, you're an idiot. Juan Soto is so good. But if you look at his numbers last year, he was not. He was not delightful last year, and he definitely did so, not deserve um, the glove for there. Super fun fact. I looked at the sports books today. He's like predicted top to win the MVP, like in the betting odds. Pretty crazy. Do they? Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously they, they run all the numbers and they, they do the things, but obviously they've Why not watched. Why would I not throw that on you right now? They've not watched Juan Soto games much then, because that's not, I, I'm sorry, Juan Soto. You did not deserve a gold glove out there. Right field. No, you didn't. No. Not at all in the least bit. Nope. So that's my sleeper pick for outfield is Juan Soto. 
Arnold, who you got? Chaz McCormick. I don't think he gets enough love. I think he's a great defender. It, people sleep on the bat. You look at his offensive numbers, they're above average. I think he's going to keep getting better. I, I think Chaz McCormick's an above average big league center fielder. Doesn't get enough love. RM, you just, you just um, guarantee Astros, like fans, they're just going to come flocking to just baseball. <laughs> and they're just gonna have to listen to you. They're just gonna have to. Like, I love. Mute. I love the way Chaz plays the game. I'm. I'm. I'm in on him. I think he's a good center fielder. We. We. We are Chaz. I say we. I am a Chaz McCormick stan. Shelby's <laughs> less of a Chaz McCormick stan. But he's. He's up there in my heart. Yeah, Susie loves Chaz. Um. So I have. I have three sleeper picks. Okay. I have Jake McCarthy, which I talked about earlier. Uh, I think he's going to be great. Um, the other two are renowned, but I think they're going to have better years. Number one ha- has potential to be the best center fielder in baseball, in my opinion, Byron Buxton. But he has to stay healthy. He can't stay healthy, but he's got to stay healthy. I Do you love think he's going to play more than 100 games this year? I think he's going to play more than 100 games. I hope so. <laughs> I love Byron Buxton. Like, it literally breaks my heart every year I see him get pulled off the field. And then Cedric Mullins. I love Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins, low-key, is one of my favorite players in baseball. You know, last year he, th- he stole 34 bases. Cedric, Cedric Mullins is the best. Did you know that? 34 bases. That's amazing. So, th- those, are, those are two I'm going to watch. Three I'm going to watch. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Uh, let's see. What What's our next category, Shelby? That's all I had on my list. Oh, did we go through? No, we didn't go through everybody. We didn't. We didn't do. We didn't do everything, Shelby. What was the What was the last thing that we that you said? No, we're gonna wait until the to the end. World Series prediction. Hi. Way too early. World Series predictions. What you got, Shelby? Since you threw it on us, you got to go first. I'm going to go the Astros and the Mets. It's Astros. Okay, so Astros versus Mets. I think it will. And how many games? The, the Mets choked, right? They choked really hard this year. And my hope is that they learn from it. And I think it's going to be a great matchup. I'm going to go Astros and six. Okay. Arm. Whew. Okay. Um, man, this is tough. I'm, I'm torn here. I, I think Astros and Mets seems like the safest bet. I think the Dodgers find a way this year, though. I think they finally get their way back there. I think we get a, I think we get a rerun of of Dodgers Astros in, in the World Series. Um, I, I think that's one that we could see. I'm looking at the American League. I don't see any team that that really, really jumps out as a threat. Um, I, I think it's going to be Astros Dodgers again, which was was a classic. Okay, so who wins and in how many games, Arm? I think the Dodgers finally get one. I'm sorry. I think the Dodgers get it in seven. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with. I think it's going to be Astros and Braves. I think we have a repeat of of uh, twenty twenty one. 
And I think it's Astros in seven. I think. I hope. I think that's it. So we have Astros in seven. Shelby has Astros in six and RM has Dodgers in seven. Um, RM, I take it back. All of the Astros fans have now, um, have now <laughs> not been on your side. They, they, they've taken back their, their love of the just baseball show from the Chaz before me. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, world series loss in seven <laughs> games is, is not too bad. No, 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 it is. It is. If it was anybody else, we would be okay. But to the Dodgers, come on now, RM, that's not, that's not okay. That's, that's not it. Um, all right. Well, so now that we've been talking for two hours, I, I apologize for taking up this much of your time. <laughs> no worries yeah, at all. No worries. No worries. But, I, I, mean, I think we got every prediction, fun, right? I think we got every po- prediction possible solidified yeah. for 2023. It'll so, be fun to, uh, come back and revisit this in a year and see how wrong we all were. But uh, sure, I, I really sure. appreciate you ladies having me on. Um, especially after the technical difficulties first time around. Appreciate uh, we'll forgive you. all of our interactions on Twitter. Looking forward to, to more of that and um, looking forward to, to potentially doing this again sometime during the season when we revisit you know, how, how we did. But uh, thank you so much for having me on. I hope you had a great holiday and happy new year. Happy new year to you too, Arm. Um, tell the, so tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, it's a Just Baseball show. Uh, you can also check out uh, the Call Up podcast if you love the prospect stuff. Uh, our Twitter at JustBB underscore media, I think. We had to, we had to, we had to change it after some, some copyright issues for posting highlights to spread the game. Um, and subscribe to us on YouTube as well, Just Baseball Fans over there. Also on TikTok at Just Baseball Fans. And check out the website, JustBaseball.com. But thank you so much again, and I uh, hope everybody has an awesome new year. Perfect. Um, I now put all of the links to all of the uh, Twitter handles and social medias and the websites all in the show notes so that if you guys enjoyed um, RM of the Just Baseball Show and the call-up, um, you can go visit him and his cohorts over there. Um, you also have a new podcast coming up too, right, RM? Yeah, with uh, minor league baseball player Taylor Davis. He is hosting it with Jack, which is awesome. They get a lot of players on. Uh, already had Alec Mills. Going to have Dylan Cease. Going to have Adley Rutschman. I think Gunner is going to be on there. So uh, loaded guest list. Really excited about that. It's going to be called the Show and Go podcast. Should be out in the next week. So keep your eyes out for that one. Very cool. And if um, Jack does not uh, recreate Adley's workout on the snow. I'm going to be very, very <laughs> disappointed. That's all I'm going to say about that. So um, I'll try my best. Yeah. So pass on the message, pass on the message. Um, but very, very cool. RM, thank you for joining us and thank you for, um, taking the time out. I know you're, you're very busy, very busy man. Um, so I, again, I will put all of the links to all of the, the places that they can find you in the show notes. Um, and with that, we are going to say goodnight. So rate, review, um, like, subscribe, do all of the fun things um, on for just, not the Just Baseball Show. You can do that for the Just Baseball Show too. But we really want you to do that for the Bourbon and Baseball podcast <laughs> of which whew, Shelby and I are the hosts. That's what we want you to do. Right, Shelby? Um, 